Reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. clap your hands. Let's welcome our sister Grace as she comes to minister to us. Oh, those of you on the left hand side, you don't want to clap, you see. If you need a man to pray, 
of God to you, teaching us, ministering to us, changing our lives through the active word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, I want you to put your hands together. I want you to make some noise and join me and let's welcome the Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Gore. Come on, Makaneka Cathedral.
if God is looking for a man, will he find you? Will he find you? Lift your right hand and say, yes, Lord. Yes to your will. Yes to your plans for me. Yes to your purpose for my life. Oh, lift it high and say, I say yes to you. Yes to you. Everything that is good for me, I say yes to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, let your hand clap be generous. You may please be seated this evening. It's a joy to gather again in church. Hallelujah. And uh, I want you to love church. Amen. I want you to love church. Look forward to coming to church. And which is what I'm about to preach today. Sink your life into the church. There is a great blessing for your life. I'm still sharing on the seven seeds and harvests. And uh, these are seeds that our father Bishop Doug Ewan Mills gave us on 31st night he taught on the seven seats and I just felt I should take them one by one I've been teaching you about seeds, you know, this year our theme is seed time and harvest and uh, I wish it was our theme for the rest of our lives. You see, because this is life. Life is made up of seed sowing and harvesting. So it's very good that you learn it. Amen. I mean, if being in a hospital as a doctor involves caring for malaria patients, diabetics, hypertensives. It will be in your interest to learn how to manage malaria patients and diabetics and hypertensives. Life involves sowing and reaping. Yes. After all the somersaulting, all the screamings, all the high five, Charlie, how and how life boils down to sowing and reaping. All of us here, right now, today, your life has been made up of either harvesting some seeds you sowed some time ago, or you, you woke up today to plant some seeds. I hope nobody planted bad seeds because you will reap it. One of the things we have learned is that whether you know 
that something is a seed or not doesn't prevent you from reaping it. Mm -hmm. Knowing that what you've done is good or bad does not prevent the seed from growing. You can give me tomato seeds and tell me it is pepper and I will believe that it is pepper seeds. But if I plant it, believing it is pepper seeds doesn't change the tomato seed nature of the seed. <laughs> Do you see the point? Yeah. That is why it's very important that you learn because we are planting seeds all the time and about 90% of them we are not aware that what we are doing is a seed we are planting. So some of us misbehave and then when you finish misbehaving, you come back with smiles and, you know, how are things and so on. Yes, let's smile. But it doesn't kill the tomato seed that is down there. Yes. So know it before. That's why actually the verse, I've explained it already, that it is not seed time, harvest time. It's seed time and harvest. It's not seed time and harvest time. The time to be conscious of is the seed. Once you sow it, the harvest there, you, whether you are asleep or you are awake, it will come. You are pretty good. The, the, the time you must know that what I am doing. You see, the question is always what I am doing. I am sowing a seed. The time is attached to the seed. But you've come to church tonight. I mean, I remember a particular church service I attended almost 40 years ago. It changed my life. You may not know how just coming here tonight will change your life. Just a seed of sitting through traffic or walking from your house to church. We are sowing seeds all the time. Husbands are sowing seeds into their marriages all, all, all. I stood with a husband and wife. The wife is, we spent about 15 minutes. In the 15 minutes, the wife said sorry to the man. Nothing less than, I'll let me not exaggerate, four or five times. Four or five times. And the man was standing there. And he smiled and said, yes, I've forgiven you. And the wife will talk, and she'll say again, I'm very sorry. The man said, Yes, I forgive you. And I could see that this is about how many years of seeds. You can't just clear five years of misbehavior with I'm sorry. It has eaten into the man so much that as he's standing there, he's not feeling normal. So as you are behaving, like I was telling you, I, I, I was talking to another husband and a wife. There was a problem. And the man told me, you see, Bishop, you must understand. I said, oh, I understand you. He said, it's not easy for me. That I'm sitting with my wife in a restaurant and then she gets angry and pours the food at me, on me, and gets up. That's the woman I have in my bedroom. So when you say I should just flow, it's not easy. <laughs> oh, bishops, good to see you. Are you enjoying the service? Beautiful. I didn't know there was a bishop in that service. So, so, so please note it. Whether you are young 
or old doesn't change the seed nature of your behavior. You are planting seeds and you will reap it. So today, what, what are the seeds we've done so far? Two or so? Two, three. Oh, what are the seed of the flesh and the spirit? The seed of money and the seed of righteousness. Today, number four is the seed of serving God. The seed of serving God. Now, this is 15 minutes. Serving God is a seed. Serving God is a seed. Tonight, let's take it that there is no preaching. The pastor doesn't have a message to preach. But I've got a lot of verses which are saying the same thing. But I want us to read it. All the verses. To make a point. So let's start. Exodus. Chapter 7. Verse 16. And thou shalt say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath sent me unto thee, saying, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. And behold, hitherto thou wouldest not hear. Can I have the New King James if you have it in this church? Where I came from, there was New King James. Okay. And you shall say to him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now, you would not hear. Exodus chapter 8 and verse 1. 8, 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Exodus chapter 8 verse 20. And the Lord said to Moses, Rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh. And as he comes out to the water, then say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Exodus chapter 9, verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go in to Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Exodus 9 verse 13. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. Exodus 10 verse 3. Finally. So Moses stretched out his rod. Sorry. So Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself? How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. This is our story. This is how 
we also got to sit in church and sing in the choir and dance and become look at them instrumentalists wearing ties I don't know where in their normal life they'll be wearing ties we have arrived here The promised land is heaven. But this is the wilderness. We have left Egypt, the world. And we are passing through the wilderness. And it's a wild wilderness. On our way to the promised land, heaven. And the negotiations God made before we were released out of the world were exactly what God also told Pharaoh that my people are in bondage. Release them. Let them go. But they are not just going as people who have been freed. But my mind is that when they go, they will serve me in the wilderness. I've read nothing less than six or seven verses. When God was taking you out of the world, But the grace of God tonight, you don't smoke, you don't drink, you are not into clubbing, you've broken up with your boyfriend. The life I used to live, I live it no more. The things I used to do, I do them no more. By the grace, by the grace, by the grace, we have left the world. And we are passing through the wilderness. On our way to the promised land. I want to say to you this evening. That this is the mind God had. When he was negotiating your release from the world. The mind God had when he was negotiating your release. From clubs. From men using you. From the drugs. And all the things you were destroying your life with, you may not know what has gone into your release into church. And God's mind was that if you are released, you will serve him. You will serve him. Serving means doing something for. So when you serve God, you are sowing a seed of gratitude. The choristers who came to sing, the sister who came to sing, the brother behind the video, camera, he's saying that Lord, 
you, you, you set me free from the world. And your mind was that when I come out, I will serve you. Is the English word there? That they may serve me. That they may serve me. So anyone who is serving God is sowing a seed of gratitude to God. And it's also sowing a seed of fulfilling God's expectations. When you don't serve God as a Christian, you are sowing a bad seed. You are sowing a bad seed. You, 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 you are cutting off God's expectation. It's like somebody saying that, I am marrying you so that you can cook for me. Let's say, doing the engagement, knocking and so on. That's what I kept saying. One of the people came for the knocking. I kept saying that, marry me so you can cook for me. Or I'll marry you so you can cook for me. I'll marry you so you can cook for me. I can marry, marry so you can, I can't wait for you to come and to my house. I'll marry you, have my wedding so you can cook for me. Now, I marry you and you are buying me Bobby Taji. It's breach of contract. Breach of contract. You have broken my heart. You have deprived me of the. I, I didn't marry you to be eating at Belema. Zongo Jansen Banku. And I'm saying that you heard me. You heard me. You heard me. I, I kept saying that I need a wife who will cook for me. I'll need a wife who will cook for me. I'll need a wife who will cook for me. Then you, 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 you splash our wedding pictures on Facebook. Instagram, everybody now knows that you are Mrs. Osei. Then in the house, what I, 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 I engaged you to do for me, you are not doing it. You have stolen my heart and my expectations. You've cut it short. Remember the seed you've sown. It's a seed. God did not release us from the world because he just wanted some freed slaves. His mind was that we would serve him. I'll take it again. God did not just save us with the mind that he wanted some freed slaves to be in town. Like Sierra Leone, freed slaves. Liberia, I should say. He brought us out. You see, you thought I didn't have a message to preach, but there's a reason I read the same thing seven times. His mind is that you will serve him. So anybody who is brought out of Egypt, of the world, and sits in church and doesn't serve God, has sown a bad seed.
as I'm preaching now, I'm sowing a good seed. Our sister who came to sing has sown, she, she has just finished sowing a good seed. Because this is exactly why God brought her from the world. You don't know her. Imagine such a voice in a, in a club or in a, you know, some, this type of roadside. I mean, she, she, her presence in a band alone will draw crowds. Like you announce that uh, 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 um, um, whatever, whatever club, there's a club around Dodua there. Sorry. Weekend pub. Yes, then there's Abonsam Gym in Ecropon. Uh, and then crossover pub. Imagine that you are saying that next week we are having Grasuzi, that's her, 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 her old name, stage name, Grasuzi at crossover pub. People are going to go. Because there's nothing like drinking beer with kebab and a certain voice is singing. But God saved her and brought her out of that life, not just to sit in church, not just to be around, but also to serve. You see, you will always serve. In Egypt, they were serving. In Egypt, they were serving. So you can't say you are serving in Egypt and now that you are in the wilderness, you are not serving. Come on to me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you What? rest. But it's not the rest you are thinking about. It's not the laziness rest. Because when you come, then he says that take my yoke upon you. So you don't just come and offload your problems. The, his mind is that when you come, yes, you put down your problems, but you also have to take his yoke. Because he also has a yoke. So when you come around and you don't take the yoke, you are sowing a bad seed. You are deceived. Any Christian who doesn't serve God has deceived God. Yes. Any believer who does not serve God has deceived. Like, like the wife I have married who doesn't cook for me but is always buying house of cocoa. Watch it. She has deceived me. Because we are in church, I can't talk about other things I'm expecting that she's not doing. I have been deceived. That's the message tonight. When you serve God, you are sowing a seed of gratitude. And a seed of fulfilling God's expectations. So expect your expectations to also be fulfilled. And you see, I'll tell you the reason why many of us don't serve God. 
We don't serve God because. Can you sit down? Let me just have a little conversation. People don't want to serve God. You see, everyone sitting here tonight could have brought people to church. And then on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm talking to a Christian. Thursday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, you could go to a, a, somebody's house and share the word of God with a person. Like, like the message I'm preaching now. You could be writing notes with the mind that you also have some people you are going to share the message with. But since you were brought to church, nobody has been brought to church through you. So the chain of salvation has ended with you. There's nothing God will get after you. Somebody brought someone, who brought someone, who brought someone. That is how you are here. Like I was witnessed to by my wife. She was 16 years old. 16, 16. 16 students, you can imagine 16 years. But she witnessed to me. And I'm here. And I'm also witnessing, I'm also preaching, I'm having crusades. So, so I have, by the grace of God, ensured that the chain of salvation did not end with me. Because that is God's mind. That it does not end with you. you see, remember, even church thing, this church, 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 it began 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years, 2,000 odd years. This saves this person. This person saves this person. This person goes to preach. This goes here. That's how the Christian life. We were in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, a few years ago. And they said how Christianity came to Ethiopia through that man in Acts. The, the Ethiopian eunuch. Yes, he took the gospel to Ethiopia. This is 2,000 years ago. And since then, they have, they, they've had different conversions till today. They are Christians there. You see, it is the mind of God that what he is doing with you does not end with you. When it ends with you, you are wicked. You are a wicked, selfish person. People don't want to. See, because to serve, like your servant at home, it's inconvenient to serve. Anybody serving, once, you see, that word, serving, means that it's now not about you. Your things, your problems, your issues are on the back burner. It's about someone. And not everybody wants that life. A lot of Christians in church don't want to be inconvenienced. Even those who are serving God don't want to serve God a certain way. Because see, if we go on with this story, you see that one of the responses Pharaoh gave them was, okay, I will release you to go, but don't go too far. I will release you. So be in church. But don't be too far. Don't go too deep. Just be around. 
And Moses said, no, if they are going, then they are going far to serve God. Because that is the mind of God. So when you come out of Egypt and you choose not to go far, you have disappointed God. Disappointed God. So, it's clear? I wish, if she knows her Bible, she'll find that verse for me. That they should go. Most, uh, Pharaoh said, I'll release them, but they should not go far. Find that verse for me, Bishop Kobe. Please find the scripture for me. Which is what we are doing. Many of us are fulfilling Pharaoh's wish. Exodus 8.28. So Pharaoh said, okay, okay, I'll let you go. You won't clap again. Drinking is over. Prostitution is over. Betting is over. Your unbeliever life, no more, no more unbeliever life. I will let you go. So that you may go and sacrifice to the Lord God. Only you shall not go very far away. Be around. Intercede for me. Work for me. That's why we don't have people who play the keyboard well in the church. Pastors who preach well. Singers who sing well. Drummers who drum well. There's very little perfection in the church. Very little. Most of what we experience in the house of God, just like marriages, is mediocre. Very something small. Just, just get by and move on. I also have my problems as a husband. You should take, your, take care of yourself. I also have my problems as a wife. You should take care of yourself. Most marriages, there's nothing much going on. We are just wearing rings walking around. As you are wishing to marry. There's not much. When you sit here, you look at the stage, what is happening, whatever. You see, it's not, it's not, it's, it, you see that people are not deep. They are serving God, but they are not deep. Some are not serving at all. Yes. Like the song the choir sang, for instance, the drums were not working well. He is new, beautiful, but you'll be surprised that a year from now, he will still be playing the same. He will not have all nights. I shouldn't say it. He will not have all nights. The singers, the backers, will not constantly go deep. Deep. No. Because it is painful to go deep. And not everybody wants to lose his life or lose his sleep. Is that Matthew 16? Matthew 16, verse 25. Let's end. Not much. I'm just for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life. For my sake, you see, you can lose your life from stupidity. You can lose your life from foolishness. But we are talking about losing your life for God's sake. 
you, you, you can lose. You see, this evening, I came to church earlier. I've spent my time with my little daughter who is in a Timota school. And we've been chatting. We've, just, we've been chatting. I just got up and came into the ferry. But I learned a lot from her. She was telling me about the breakdown of, of of what? Um, order and law in the schools. But she was telling me about a particular church. Because I've mentioned the school, I don't want to mention the church. If I don't mention the school, I've mentioned the church. That church, the people in the church, interestingly, we were, we were talking about that church at the camp recently. Yes. The students there, what they say they must not do is what they do. I said, what did they say they must not do? They said they shouldn't preach in classrooms. It's against the law. And you see them preaching in the classrooms. And then when they go and preach, I said, what, what punishment do they give them? Like, they go and weed. I said, wow. So I said, so, so the UD people who in the school, they say, oh no, they, they are law abiding. And I told her, I prefer that church people. Yes. Who preach? And go and weed. <laughs> That's the nonsense Paul talk, talks about foolishness of the gospel, which has passed through a road for 2,000 years to get to you. It came to you because people didn't follow rules. Yes, you see that. Today's believer, if you, that is, if you, look, the, 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 your friend is saying, no, um, the Jews, they have a, one of their most sacred days of the year is the Feast of Purim, I think, which was the day the Jews who were going to be exterminated. You see, it's a big word. They were going to kill all the Jews in Babylon. All the Jews. And then Mordecai asked Esther to intervene. So today they celebrate it. Feast of Esther, not so feast of Esther. Every year it's a feast. This is close to 6,000 years ago. They still celebrate it. When Mordecai sent Esther to go and speak to the king, Esther said she can't go because it's against the rules. It's against palace rules. It's against palace protocol to just go to the king even if he's your husband. Hey, Charlie. So she says she can't go. The king has to call her. So if it's three months time, two months time, she will sit there 
and wait for the king to call her before she goes. And, and Mordecai said, look, it's not like that though. You were sent to the palace for such a time. This is the reason. We don't, we, what is going on? It's not following rules and following laws. But if you don't do it, help will come from another place. So Esther sent another message to Mordecai in Esther 6, Esther 4, 16. He said, let there be a fast. Consecrate a fast. Let everybody fast for three days. No eating, no drinking. My mates in the palace, you are outside the palace, fast. My mates and I, who are also in the palace, are also going to fast. And so, he said, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law. Which is against the law. I asked the girl, my daughter, I asked her that. Don't you study after, after prep? She says, I'm inside my tent. To get eight A's in school, you can't just do classes and clothes and do prep and sleep at nine. Those who get eight A's and go to medical school, they break laws. Yes. Yes. When I say they break laws, I'm, I'm not saying steal money or have sex or steal the headmaster's phone or whatever. There are certain rules around which people have had to put aside for you to have the church. I'm a doctor. How did I get to be here? I should be in the hospital. That's the law. My mother took me to school to be a doctor and earn money for her. What am I doing here? I'm also working against the law of my mother. All of us. When it's a sin, you see people in the university, they, they, they take a car, they don't go for lectures. The last one I heard, some girls had died tragically in Cape Coast from Accra. Dead. They skip lectures because they are, they are chasing excitement. And the believer is in the church, coolly. We can't do this. We should, this uh, after church, we must close. Sunday is family time. You have a family. We don't have a family. The reason why the church isn't advancing is that people don't want to serve God. And the reason why people don't want to serve God is that we have created laws and rules. Laws and rules. I got a text from a medical student, final year medical student, who is in church right now, also listening to a preaching as I'm preaching now. He sent me a text out of the blue and showed pictures of buses. He said, today I took 24 people to church. A medical student who should be in school That is how some, somebody else gets to hear the gospel. But instead of sitting in school, with one hand you are studying, and with one hand you are fighting for God. I'm saying to you today that God did not save us to sit in the church 
without serving him. And the reason why we are not serving God is that we want to save ourselves. But I'm telling you that all those who save their lives end up losing it. They lose it. Why he went for the 24 people? He's just in his third week. He goes there Wednesday evening. Just when he should be sitting in school. He can fail. He can fail his exam. But why not? Why not? People have died. Read Hebrews 13. Some were fried. For you to have the gospel you have. Some people have been cut into two. Like wood. Find that scripture for me. Hebrews 13. Or is it 11? Some were sown asunder. So the person sitting by the computer, it's not deep. It's not deep. She doesn't know a lot of the verses. Yes. Another person sitting there would have found the verse in 30 seconds. When she finishes and she goes home, she doesn't do any practice till she comes to church again. Because to practice well to be fast, you need to lose sleep, lose time for relaxation, lose time. It's unpleasant. But not everybody wants to do that. They were stoned. They were stoned in two. They were tempted. Yes. A lot of pastors experience temptations they would never have experienced if they were also alone with their family in a, in a corner of a town. Going to work and coming. It is in stepping out to minister to others that they were tempted. They were tempted. Slain with a sword. Wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins. Destitute. Afflicted. Tormented. That's how God saved us. Anybody who doesn't want to be afflicted, I told her, I would prefer that you go and preach and you read. Yes. Yes. Preach and preach. People smoke and they are suspended. Preach and be suspended. Suffer for Jesus. As I stand, Paul said, I bear in my body the marks of Christ. I have marks. I have marks. Which I wouldn't have had if I was quietly in my little life. By serving God. People who don't even qualify to be in my arena of life can insult me today. Yes. People that to see me, they will have to pay money good money to even have a conversation with me about their health. I failed. Look me. All my life I've been I've been in the top five of every class. I'm either topping or second. My lowest is the fifth or fourth position. All my life. 
I am an A plus student. I'm not an average student. Very intelligent by the grace of God. I entered medical school. Never failed any exam in my life. Till I was sent to be a pastor. Till I was sent to be a pastor in my final year. I was in Kolebu and I was a pastor of the Mata Echo Church. You see, if you are sent like a wife or a husband or whatever, it's not just going to preach. There are many other things you must do as a pastor. Meetings this year, call me here, go here. There's a Saturday meeting, weekend, the evening. There's this meeting all night just because you are a pastor. By the time I finish, my three papers, I passed two and failed one. And I was repeated six months. That's what I'm standing here to do. I'm standing here with, with, with those those guys. I can't stand anywhere and say, I've not failed before. No, I have failed before. I have failed before. That is how the gospel went to the Matayeko branch. I'm saying that interestingly, we who lost our dignity and lost our lives, we have it now. I have it. I have it. You trying to save your life, not wanting to serve God, not wanting to put in more than necessary. Look at you. You are a hustler, have nothing. You are working with God one year. Two. Some of us just attend church. You are actually an unbeliever who goes to church in the evenings or Saturdays. And your life is dry. Even your, your appearance, you look, you look scruffy and wizened. Because those who pay the price to serve God, God does things for them. Malachi 3.18 Kwame serving God and Kwesi not serving God are two different human beings. Then you shall again descend between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. There is a difference. There's a difference. And I want you to find the message Bible on your computer. So, so we end. I want to read the difference. What you harvest when you serve God. What you harvest. Because when you serve God, it is painful. There's pain. Sowing is always, please, before that, you take me back to the King James, Psalm 126, verse 5. I, I, I need to read that in English. To tell you the position. They that sow in tears. Always. Serving is sowing. Sowing is serving. When you serve God, there is pain. Anybody here who sat on a bus to come to church? Is somebody's money which was used to pay for the bus? It's not Ghana government. It's not an, an NPP like uh, NAPCO. Is it NAPCO or? Uh, NAPCO. Yeah, it, 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 it's not NAPCO bus. Yes, somebody's money which was used. That money the person could have used to buy a skirt or shoes. There's pain is there in tears. But there is a harvest of joy 
for that person because there is first corinthians 15 58 knowing that your labor is not in vain nothing i have done for god is in vain i'm saying that those who save their lives who keep themselves from serving god who keep themselves from going deeper who keeps themselves from the sacrifice you look at their lives as i have had the chance to live for close to 30 years in one church i see the children our children are all around us and when i see the children i see the differences because i look at the parents and i look at the children and say there's a difference some are struggling some are struggling when I see the child, I see the parents in my, I'm, I'm, my lifetime. I see the fathers, lady pastors, and pastors who have built the branches and have done things for God. I see their children. Always, when you want to save your life, you will lose it. You will lose your life, lose your children to drugs. Look, one lady, I told her, you taught your child not to be in church. Now you have come to church and your son is outside. Those days we close church, let's have shepherd's meeting, have this meeting, and you are going. Some of you when we close, I'm going to have a meeting with leaders. You are going home. If you came with your child, your child knows that after church, you don't stay in church, you go home. You taught your child. So when he grows and he doesn't come to church, or he comes to church, he's sitting at the back. At the church, he goes. Now, 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 you are a church elder, a church deaconess. You've forgotten the seeds you planted. And then she is also having a meeting. And her children are in the church because as babies, they were here. They, they will run around the church ah, till 10 p.m. So all they know is church. You have taught your children how to watch TV on Sundays. Matthew 16, 25 again. He that will save his life, desire to save his life, will lose it. Don't have that desire. Don't have that desire to save your life. Have a desire to lose it. Matthew. I said Matthew. Message Bible. And I'm reading Exodus 23, 25. As we end. But you, I'm showing you the harvest. Serve your God, and He will bless your food and your water. I will get rid of the sickness among you. True. When you serve God, certain family sicknesses, they will enter your cousin's home, your auntie's home, but your house is free. Because that house, the lives there are serving God. 26. There won't be any miscarriages. Nor barren women in your land. Not just barren in barren children, but the lives. The lives are not dry lives. He said, I will make sure you will live full and complete lives. That's the harvest for serving God. I am enjoying a full my life is complete. Complete. I can't give you details. His life is complete. 
I don't need to drink to be happy. I don't need to go and chase a girl to be happy. But the grace of God, everything I need is in my four walls. I'm full and I'm complete. You need somebody's husband to make you happy. But that girl doesn't need, she has Jesus. She has Jesus. She has Jesus. At the right time, three years time, she will marry. And her home will be a home of peace. While you are in the church as a carnal sister, sleeping around, you are rather chasing men in the church. So you will get someone to marry you. But you don't know that for every seed there is a tree. I'll make sure you live full and complete lives. 27. I'll send my terror on ahead of you. And throw those people you are approaching into a panic. That says there are battles before you arrive there. God would have fought the battles for you. All you will see of your enemies is the backs of their necks. That says no enemy will stand to face you. And I can see it. No enemy can stand to face you. All you see is that you talk here, talk there. It's the back of the neck you see. But when you see the face, it's a smile. Yes. But you can be in the church and your enemies are facing you. 28. I'll send despair on ahead of you. I'll push the Hivites, the Canaanites, the Hittite out of your way. Anything standing in your way because you are serving God, He will clear it out of the way before you get there. That is the harvest. So you see that in the church, some sisters, some brothers are hustling. They are dealing with their Canaanites and Hivites and Hittites. But there are some people before they get there, there's nothing. They are blessed. I won't get rid of them all at once. Lest the land grow up in weeds and the wild animals take over. Little by little. It's so true. Those serving God, watch them. You won't go and like they went, then they came back, they have driving a car. You see a girl in the church, suddenly she has a car she's driving. Suddenly, she has a car. Suddenly, she has, she's living at this place. Suddenly, her shoes are changing. Her skin is changing. Her face is changing. Suddenly. But there are some, slowly, slowly, like you, slowly, I see, slowly, little by little, by little, by little, a day will come, will visit your house, 10 bedrooms. Little by little. Those who are not serving God, they don't enjoy little by little. They enjoy big leaps of prosperity. So we are here now. She has gone to France and come. We are here. She's gone to Dubai and come. And her life is mysterious. How she goes, some, some misty, misty, mysterious. Then the sister sitting by her is quiet. She has said, Beloved, they're having counseling, they've had their wedding. Some you know, something, 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 wedding. They are together. They are there. Then the band gets this job. The girl passes, gets this job. One day, one day, says they come. There's a car. This, this, brand new car. She's this, this. She's on TV. Slowly, 
Slowly. When you serve God, it is little by little, but you are advancing in life. I have served God for 40 years. I can tell you, it's not suddenly. It's not a sudden thing. Little. Oh, in fact, you, might, you, you, you can always, you can almost not know how you got to where you are. Where your friend is going here, he bought this car, he's going here, taking pictures from Barcelona, taking pictures from Japan, Tokyo, China. He, he, the eventually, like, they just dry up. Always they are at the back. They always dry up at the back. And then from the back, they are out. Stand to your feet. Don't try. Tell your friend, don't try to save your life. Don't try. It won't help you. Lose your life. Go deep in God. Go deep in God. Go deep in God. Yes. And God will bless you. Lift your two hands. Yes. Don't be afraid of scars. Fail an exam because of God. Fail it and write it again. Yes. That's how we got the gospel here. People, they didn't fail exams. They died. Yes. A wife is standing there. She doesn't have a husband because the husband went to serve God. She's a widow. The husband went to serve God. Always. That's how. Because... Our, our, our religion is a religion of blood. It's always sacrifices. Sacrifice your time, your life, your dignity, your, your sacrifice. Lift your two hands, everyone. And ask the Lord to sign you. Sign you up. Join it well. I'm speaking to Basenta leaders who don't want to give themselves well. Just a little, just enough to show up. Just enough to show up. Just enough to make the cut. You think you are fooling God? You pay a price one day. Man, no sabahata. You want to serve God? You want to serve God? Lift your hands. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Be tired. Lose sleep because of church yes lose sleep because you are doing something for god lose sleep lose, sleep. lose money you will gain it i'm telling you you'll gain it lose your life you will have it back you will have your life back it is a bad seed you are sowing by not serving God. It's a bad seed you are sowing. God wants to bless you. The harvests are all blessings. Please, look, look, put your hand down. I don't think we finished reading that thing. Look at Exodus 23. Let's read. We are in church. Exodus 23, 25 down. King James, please. New King James, sorry. You shall serve the Lord. He will bless your bread. 
it's not enough to eat bread and drink water. The water must be blessed. But it's not by stretching one and say, I bless this water. You know, blessed bless. Blessed bless. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Next verse. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be buried in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come. And I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. And I will send hornets before you. Give me the message Bible here. Message Bible. And I will send despair on ahead of you. It will push the Hivites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites out of your way. It's not every enemy you must fight. God will fight for you. If you serve God, he will fight for you. I won't get rid of them in one, uh, all at once. Let the land grow up in weeds and wild animals take over. 30. Little by little, I'll get them out. While you have a chance to get your crops going and make the land your own. Single room, compound house, chamber and hall, two bedroom, two bedroom, two bedroom in, in a bad area, two bedroom in a good area, two bedroom in a very nice area. Then you buy, you build, you buy your land, you build your house. Small, 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 small. I will make your borders stretch from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea. And from the wilderness to the Euphrates River. God will determine the boundaries of your life. No devil will encroach and steal one square meter of your land. Say, so I will make your body stretch. He will expand your bodies. These things, you don't get them by going to the university. It's God who does them for you. Yes. I'm telling everyone living in that land over to you. Go ahead and drive them out. 32. Don't make, it, make any deals with them or their gods. 33. They are not to stay in the same country with you. Yes. I know it. Those who serve God. No witch is able to stay in the same house with them. When they come, the next day they say they are going home. The fire they saw, the light was too bright. If you serve God, you will be a bright light in your house. Lift your hands. They are not to stay in the same country with you. Lest they get you to sin by worshipping their gods. Beware. That's a huge danger. Father, bless us as we serve you. Amen. Bless us as we serve you. Amen. We'll serve you. Yes. We'll be tired. Yes. We'll have less money. Yes. We'll fail exams. Yes. yes. We'll be sad. Yes. It won't be as exciting but that's all the short term short term short term yes the long term our future our children our lives our destinies beautiful 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 yes and i pray lord that you touch hearts tonight to dare to sacrifice to lose to have pain because they want to serve you thank you thank you Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. 
every head bowed. You are here, you want to be born again. You want to know Jesus. You want to serve God. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. I want to give my life to Christ today. Pastor, please pray for me. If you are here like that and you want me to pray for you, please lift up your hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I see your hand. I see your hand, my brother. God bless you. This decision is the most important decision you will ever take to surrender your life to Jesus. Lift your hand high. I see. I see. High. Above your head. I see. Yes. If you were only one, Jesus will still have come to die. If your hand is up, my brother, come to me now. Come. Come. Come to me. Come. I want to pray with you here. for you is that you will stand the pain of walking with God the sacrifices you must make to even cut off lifestyles you are used to if you can make those sacrifices you will see God's glory this step you are taking is the first step there are other steps to take. And I'm praying that God comes through for you. That the person who is going to speak to you today and counsel you and help you will truly, truly and genuinely feed you well and care for you till you are established in Christ. And the Lord, I speak a blessing upon anyone directly or indirectly connected to the coming to church of these ones. May God bless you and bless the work of your hands and bless your life. Bless your body, bless your home and send you comfort in time of need. Lift your two hands. Say Father, say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry for my sins. Tonight I come to you. Tonight I come to you. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Make me pure. Make me pure. Make me new. Make me new. Make me yours. Make me yours. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I am born again. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live for you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. For this great step. For this great step. You have helped me to take. You have helped me to take. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You see our pastor in the yellow dress, who is waving her hand, the lady pastor there, yes. I want us to go. She's going to talk to you. They're going to pray with you and tell you what to do. It will be a blessing to you. Let's go, please. Let's go. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. 
Oh, keep clapping your hands. God bless you as you celebrate them. Keep clapping your hands. Take your communion. come to the Lord's table to eat the night before Jesus was betrayed this is what he did he took the bread he took the cup and he said we should do this in remembrance of him there are blessings in it there is deliverance in it there is healing in it lift your bread now it's the Lord's body this is the body of Christ this is Jesus it represents the body of Christ. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say, I am part of the body of Christ. I am part of the body of Christ. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Say, today, today as, I eat this, as I eat this, I'm joining the body well. I'm joining the body well. No evil, no evil, no sin, no sin shall overtake my life. Shall overtake my life. And take me away from God. And take me away from God. I remain in God's house. I remain in God's house. As a part of God's family. As a part of God's family. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I am part of the body of Christ. I am part of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Body of Christ. Body of Christ. Let's eat it. Lift your cup. Say the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus. It washes my sins. It washes my sins. Washes my sickness. Washes my sickness. Washes diseases. Washes diseases. Sets me free. Sets me free. Say I am committed to the body to the blood of Christ. I am committed to the blood of Christ. I identify with the blood of Christ. I identify with the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and let's pray. Father, we thank you for the healing, for the blessing. Oh yes. For the establishment we feel in our hearts towards you. Yes. We will serve you. We will serve you. We will serve you. We will serve you. We will serve you, Lord. The blessings we need will come by serving you. Amen. There is something we will never have if we never serve you. Jesus. Grant us the mercy, mercy. to serve you, serve you Lord. to live for you, to live for you. All, the days of our lives. all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus.